readings from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke the Evangelist. At that time, behold, a certain lawyer got up to test Jesus, saying, Master, what must I do to gain eternal life? But he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read? He answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, and with thy whole soul, and with thy whole strength, and with thy whole mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly, Do this, and you shall live. But he, wishing to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus answered, A certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell in with robbers, who after both stripping him and beating him, went their way, leaving him half dead. But as it happened, a certain priest was going down the same way, and when he saw him, he passed by. And likewise a Levite also, when he was near the place and saw him, passed him by. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came upon him, and seeing him was moved with compassion. And he went up to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And setting him on his own beast, he brought him to an inn and took care of him. And as he was leaving the next day, he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I, on my way back, will repay you. Which of these three, in your opinion, proved himself neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he said, The one who took pity on him, and Jesus said to him, Go and do as he did. have to happen this way. God could have prevented this man from falling victim to the robbers. He could have intervened. He could have sent the Samaritan down the road just a little sooner, with an escort of angels at his side, maybe, to drive the robbers away. But instead, by the time the Samaritan reaches him, the robbers have done their work and left him for dead by the side of the road. St. Ambrose of Milan says, This man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, this man is Adam, our forefather, and summed up in his miserable condition are all his sons and daughters. 
Jericho is the city of sinful man, the image of this fallen world. And Adam is going down from the city of God, from paradise, from the Jerusalem above, into this present darkness, into exile, by his own free choice. Having turned from the law of the Lord to the sin of this world, it's no wonder that Adam falls victim to robbers, the spirits of night darkness, who first steal the garments of grace that God had clothed him with in the beginning, and then they beat him up for good measure, leaving us in him wounded, humiliated, defenseless by the side of the road. But not alone, for Jesus Christ, the Good Samaritan, is passing by on his journey from the Father into this fallen world, this present exile, to rescue us from darkness and from death. And he is not too late to save us. Yes, he could have prevented us from falling victim to sin and death. And by the gift of his prevenient mercy, God does save us from many, many sins to which we might otherwise have fallen victim. You know, the spiritual director of St. Therese of the Child Jesus attested that she had never committed a mortal sin. But Therese felt certain for her part. She felt certain that if it were not for the mercy of God, she would be the greatest sinner who had ever walked the earth. So God does save us from falling victim to many sins, but the sins we do commit fall within the realm of his permissive will. To be sure, Adam would not have fallen among the robbers, if he hadn't first strayed from God's commands, turning from the law to this world of sin and darkness, making himself vulnerable to them. God is not the author of sin. We are. But God permits that we fall, just as he permitted Adam to fall. He permits us to turn from him, to listen to the devil, to fall victim to the demons, to choose Jericho over Jerusalem, sin over grace, death over life. And how can this be? As one holy archbishop said to me, I have many sins, but I know one thing. I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart. And if it weren't for the sins that have humbled me along the way, the things that have left me powerless and defenseless and humiliated by the side of the road and dependent on his mercy, I would not love Jesus and trust him as much as I do now. And St. Therese said much the same. She writes, The memory of my faults humiliates me. It brings me to never lean on my own strength. But even more, this memory speaks to me of mercy and love. For when you throw your faults with total filial trust in the burning, all-consuming brazier of the love of God, how could they not be consumed without coming back? See, God permits us at times to fall among the robbers so that even our faults, even our sins, may become fuel for the fire of love and trust in Jesus. For love and trust in Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and the way to eternal life. Here, now, at this divine liturgy, Jesus Christ is passing by. 
on his journey from the Father into this world of sin and death. And so whatever sins, whatever wounds might lie in our past, whatever we have done or failed to do, we lay bare before the gaze of his saving mercy. And forgetting what lies behind us, placing all our trust in Jesus, we get up and set out for what still lies ahead. There, in the new Jerusalem above, we shall rejoice with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And our joy shall be full, for we shall know him as we are known and loved. Always, now and ever, and unto the ages of ages.